Sir, I have a question. Does anybody sure. know about the videos, the DVDs? Because Donnie normally has. Oh, Steve. Are we supposed to have mics on? Jerry's got one. Oh, okay. Jerry can keep it. I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, all right. Okay, so um, we'll kind of go from left to right here, and then we'll erase that one and get into wisdom, hopefully. So I just want to do a quick review since it's been a year. Uh, <laughs> not really, but last year. So in chapter one, it's kind of called Faith in Action, and it was basically trials test one's faith and produce endurance and helps our faith to become more perfect, mature, complete, lacking in nothing. And it says, be a doer of the word of truth, able to save souls. Prove to be doers, just not hearers. Remember it said, look in the mirror and then forget what you saw. So we don't want to do just that. Any, any comments on chapter one that somebody has that are burning? Okay, chapter two. And faith don't favor don't be partial to the rich. God chose poor to be rich in faith. In the royal law, love neighbor as self. We're judged by the law of liberty, which is kind of like the new covenant. Jesus set us free. We'll get into that a little bit this week, too. And uh, uh, faith apart from works is dead. That's uh, James, the last verse, uh, chapter 2, verse 26, or I think, yeah. This has a, a body apart from the spirit is as, is dead, so faith apart from works is dead. Any comments, questions on that? So, Harry, did you say that we are going to be talking about the law of liberty? Because I think when we talk about the royal law and then the law of liberty, it can be a bit um, confused, maybe, confusing. Okay, so you, we, so you can bring clarity between the royal law and the law of liberty, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, we're going to do that. Yeah, we're going to attempt to do that when we get in today's lesson, because because Jesus sets us free, and we have the Holy Spirit, and which I is more the law of liberty, like the law in the Old Testament, um, as it says in uh, Romans uh, four. Um, you know, the law doesn't um, set doesn't save anybody; it just makes us aware of sin. So it makes us cognizant, it makes sin, um, but it doesn't save us. We need um, Jesus and the law of liberty. So, any more comment? Okay, yes, Luigi. Uh, some translations, instead of the law of liberty, they call it the law of freedom. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes yeah. more sense to me for yeah, some that's reason. True. Right. Yeah. You know, it's the freedom that we have in Christ. Right. And liberty somehow doesn't resonate. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, the comment is that the law of liberty can maybe be better stated as the law of freedom because we are free in Christ. I mean, like in the Old Testament, like I already said that, I, nobody could obey the Old Testament law. Jesus was the only one that was perfect. I mean, I mean, we all have bad thoughts or whatever. <clears throat> Even Shirley, no. He <laughs> <laughs> just throwing me under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. So, any more comments on uh, chapter two? Okay. And then in chapter three, it was about the tongue. Da, da, da. Don't get tongue tied. And then it says teachers are held to a stricter or higher standard because they can draw people to the Lord or lead them astray. And this is all in the power of the tongue. So the tongue can be very powerful, even though it's a small part of the body. That's why I just claim to be a facilitator. So anyway, 
And then we had other examples of, of you know, a bit in a horse can control or lead the whole animal. A small part can control a large animal. Like, and just an example in verse 4, a rudder controls the whole ship. And then in um, verse 5, be a small fire or a spark can start a forest fire and burn up a lot of timber. And then, and then it says also, also from that we had in Matthew chapter 12, actually in your workbook on the top of page 55, that um, the tongue speaks out of the overflow of the heart. Yeah, so, and, um, so we got to really guard our heart with due diligence and make sure that we're not getting um, garbage in. Oh, in and out. The in and out. Yes, yes, yes. So sometimes when we say what page or what what question, you it doesn't, it, it doesn't match because we do precepts upon precepts, and so that's what we that's our. Okay. Well, anyway, this um, uh, Matthew twelve uh, thirty six through thirty seven says that we will give account for idle word men speak. They will give account on it of it on the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified and by your words you will be condemned. So it's pretty important what you say. You know, then also, in that, and that says compare it with James. Uh, James um, so he says, very similar out of, this, uh, out of the same tongue can come blessing and can come cursing. Bless the Lord and curse men out of the same tongue. And it says that ought not to be. And that's uh, chapter 3, verses 9 and 10. So, um, let's see. And I was going to, oh, I wrote this out, too. I don't know if anybody's ever heard this saying, G-I-G-O. <laughs> garbage in, garbage out. So, you know, like it says in uh, Proverbs 4.23, guard your mouth or guard your heart of all diligence and because in it spring the, well, springs or the issues of life, depending on what version you have. Proverbs 4.23. Hopefully my memory hasn't failed. Um, so um, any, any comments on the review part? So Barry, the, oh, me, Chris. Back in Matthew 12, what was the verses in that chapter? Um, 33 through 35. Right? Yeah, that says 33 through 37 on the top of the page. But that's from your workbook, page 55, which is actually last week's lesson. I did and there are about 50 of them that came up and a lot of them those are the ones today that are existing today and um, only, 50 <laughs> only 50 yeah some of them I recognized a lot of them I didn't but just thinking about the judgment that those people that are false prophets are going to be coming under is um, pretty um, yeah, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, it talks about teachers that lead people or little ones astray. It would be better if they had a millstone tied around their neck and thrown into the depths of the sea, which is, oh, sorry. God's 
word is truth. And when we can just know it, believe it, study it, that protects it, not protects us, but makes us aware of those false teachers. And so. Yeah, that's why we had that verse in 2 Timothy what, uh, 2.15, study to present yourself approved. You can yes. rightly or handle the word of God so you're not, not led astray. And study is a verb. It's not just read it. And there are so many uh, congregations that call themselves Christians, and they're the farthest thing from being Christian. They are taking them behind principles. Yeah. Well, we have, I mean, that's why Jesus said, what, in 14.6, I am the way, the truth, the life. Nobody comes to the Father except by me, so, or through me. So um, it is, an, Christianity is an exclusive um, relationship with Jesus Christ. And, uh, we, and we kind of almost would expect that inductively, because if there's one God, one creator, then we would expect one way to salvation. And if there's truly a demonic or a devil, and he's known as a liar, the deceiver, and whatever else, then we would expect a whole myriad of false ways to supposedly get to salvation. So, um, so we kind of we see what almost we would expect. So. Yeah, we see it, but a lot well, of people don't. They don't know the word. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Um, let's see. We'll get to that later. So, um, you want to erase that? <laughs> <laughs> New assignment here. Yeah. So uh, on, the, on page 55, um, starting with question number eight, where, where we see Ezekiel, Jeremiah, and two Jeremiah passages. And he says, look at the, says, look at the promise of the New Covenant in the following scriptures and note what you learn. And Ezekiel 36, verses 26 through, I'm sorry, 30, yeah, Ezekiel chapter 36 verses 26 through 27. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of you and, and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues and, I, and you will keep my judgments and do them. So the, the takeaway is there, you're going to get a new heart and a new spirit. This is a new covenant through Jesus he gives us the Holy Spirit so we can, um, we're, we're free from the law, so to speak, but, you know, yet we want to obey it, but we have the power in the Holy Spirit and the encouragement to do it. And we also know that um, if, we, um, if we sin, we have an, uh, Jesus to, to intercede for us. He's the, um, he's the advocate for us, as it says in 1 John and even the propitiation for our sins. Not only has he died for us and taken the place of our sins, but he's also the advocate for the Father in our behalf. And then um, in Jeremiah 31, 33, it says, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. I will put my law on their minds and on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they will be my people. So... Um, and then also in Jeremiah 32, 39 through 40, I will give them one heart, one way, and they shall fear me forever for the good of them and their children after them. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them and then not turn away from doing them good, but I put my fear in their hearts so they will not depart from me. Did you have those scriptures in your in and out? Yeah, okay. 
So it's the same, sure, huh? Because I was trying to make sure that you had them because they're good ones. Okay. Uh, any any questions or comments on Ezekiel and Jeremiah? So this is all about the heart and God putting the word on our heart. Right. Yeah, it's all about our heart, and God put the, the word of the Holy Spirit in our hearts, yeah. So we can speak the truth and live lives that are glorifying to him. Um, then you flip the workbook page over to 56, and you got um, John chapter 7, verses 37 through 39. And then, then Jesus says, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. And then verse 38, he who believes in me as the scriptures have said out of his heart will flow rivers of living water but those he but this he spoke concerning the spirit whom those believing in him would receive for the Holy Spirit um, uh, was not given yet or was, was about to be given and then James 311 uh, you know it was kind of from last week too does a fountain send out the same opening fresh from the same opening, fresh and bitter water? And of course, the answer is no. So if your heart is, receives the Holy Spirit and is good, you should flow out the living waters that Jesus spoke about, not bitter waters. Any questions or comments on question nine, top of page 56? Okay, now um, we're going to get, uh, see, I think we'll finally kind of get into the lesson here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and um, so we'll have to write stuff on the board here. So chap chapter uh, 3, verse starting with verse 13. Who among you is wise and understanding? Let him show it by his good behavior, his deeds in the gentleness of wisdom. So here we have uh, wisdom, and I thought we should really... Um, Go over wisdom a little bit. And let's see. So I don't know if anybody did these um, word studies here. So um, let's see. I'll go over here and use this board. Thank you, Shirley, for yeah. <laughs> some wisdom. That's number... Um, um, 4678, and I, well, I'm not good pronouncing, but uh, Greek is Sophia, I think, something like that, and that's um, <clears throat> wisdom from above, so that's, that's a noun, and it's feminine, and, um, and in other words for it is like skill, Insight, clarity, uh, let's see, um, intelligent. <laughs> Oops. Other, um, words, uh, um, 
for wisdom? Or did anybody else? Okay, well, yeah, this is just... Would you call that understanding? Um, yeah, but you can't have understanding unless you have knowledge, right? Okay. You can't have, okay, the, the comment was you can't have uh, knowledge without understanding. Is that correct? Or I got those. Wisdom without knowledge. Wisdom without knowledge. Okay, that was the comment. And so you were going to say something? Yes. Oh. There is no such word as if you're going to say that somebody has wisdom, you say she has knowledge. There's no direct translation of wisdom as there's other in English. In English, you have wisdom and knowledge. In Spanish, there's only one word, and it's knowledge. Okay. Um, because from that uh, verse, we also have understanding. Yeah. So this is a noun, feminine also. Um, and it's, um, oh, I'm sorry, copied that wrong. That's an adjective. And um, that's, that's, well, these are the words I got from that. Bible Hub just talk knowing, skilled, and uh, experience. <laughs> um, having the knowledge of an expert, understanding the results, or building from previous knowledge. So it, it's it's like building on previous knowledge. Um, Writing gets messier and messier here. Yeah, like, yeah, so like it's been common. So, um, so why, so yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And then we also have in the same sentence, uh, gentleness. And another word for gentleness may be meekness. And pardon? Humility. Humility, yeah. So the first 12 verses talks about uh, teachers and the six plagues. And 
we as teachers, facilitators, need to have wisdom to teach truth. This now, 13 on, is talking about what it looks like. It teaches us words. So the other was what we say, this is what we do. So understanding, does that make sense? I have to know that stuff or otherwise it just looks easy. Huh. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry I mixed these up. Wisdom and understanding. I had the wrong numbers on them. I got them oh, correct. Oh. Okay, and and as been mentioned, uh, wisdom and understanding go together, and um, I th I think that's kind of spelled out pretty good in fro Proverbs um, nine ten, where it's, where it says, "The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight." Or understanding, depending on what version you have. So, um, any any questions or comments on that was all for verse thirteen <laughs> on wisdom. So we have wisdom and understanding work together, and then uh, also mentions uh, gentle wisdom, and and meekness is is kind of the. Defined as like power under control. And the, the best example in the New Testament for the most meek person would be Jesus Christ. He had access to all the power, yet he was obedient to go to the cross and die for our sins. That's kind of a preview of Philippians, which we're going to, uh, Victoria's going to do next, chapter two. So you get a little sneak preview there. Gentleness, that's uh, 4240. 4240. Yeah, I'm sorry, I had these dyslexic. Um, okay. So, um, that, okay, that's um, number, uh, verse number 13. Now, let's see. We wanted to look at um, uh, back to your workbook. page 56. Here it says, we'll get to this earthly wisdom versus uh, natural, or, you know, earthly wisdom, natural demonic versus wisdom from above, which is heavenly. And let's see. Well, can you erase this board then? Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> um, and well, I'll go ahead and read uh, verse 14 says, if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your heart, do not be arrogant, do not be arrogant, and so lie against the truth. So this is an example of uh, wisdom that's not from above. Let's go ahead and do verse 15. This wisdom is not that which comes down from above, but is earthly, natural, demonic. And then verse 16, for where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder and every evil thing. So here we got three, three verses describing a form of wisdom, but it's not the wisdom from heaven. This is the earthly wisdom, and it can lead to um, 
bad things. So, um, so we'll start, we'll make a chart here from verse, uh, yeah. So we have earthly, let's do heavenly first. And then we have earthly. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Okay, that was a good comment. Um, uh, back in chapter 1, verse 17, it says, Every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, whom there is no variation or shifting shadows. God does not change, but yeah. So all the good gifts are from above, and we'll, we'll see that as we list them out. Uh, of course, we got the uh, gifts that are not good right now. <laughs> that was 117. Yeah, so that that was um, well, I can put that here. 117, James. Okay. Um, so let's go over the earth. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not looking to see. Um, okay. Um, so in the um, context of that verse, Marianne, it was talking about temptation to be mad at God when we go through trials and that. And so that's why it says then that every good gift and every perfect gift comes from the Father above. Even the trials, and he doesn't tempt us, but he, we are tempted to be mad at God when he allows us to go through those hard things. Maybe not you guys, but <laughs> we all have trials and tribulations. So. What, Carol? Okay, so um, we we had in uh, verse. Um, uh, 14, um, we had the word bitter. I'll try to make my writing a little better. Um, and that was number 4089. And that's, that's an adjective. If you're bitter, you've probably heard, you know, there's only one letter between bitter and better. So try to be better, not bitter, as as your faith gets tested under trials, um, as it says in James. So, um, so what are, um, you guys got some good words for this one? Sharp. And a little bit of chemistry, acid. 
Um, malignant. Um, any more comments on bitter? Okay, so then um, bitter and then jealousy is the next one that's mentioned. Boy, I'm going to run out of room here. Um, and that's number... Um, 2205. 2205. That's a two. I don't know. Um, and it's, um, that's, well, that's a noun. I don't know. One said it was neuter and the other said it was masculine. So I can't, I, maybe it's a trans. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> ignore that comment. <laughs> oh, so that's, uh, that's uh, rivalry, rivalry. Fierce. Hot feelings. <laughs> Hot. Oh no, not feelings against. Hot feelings. Hot feelings against something. You get hot under the collars. Boiling over, in other words. Remember, it says that the anger of men doesn't do much good. Um, that can the righteousness of God. God. There you go. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, okay, so that um, there's a lot of lot of uh, words there in the um, just in that verse for the wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy, ambition in your heart, do not be arrogant and so lie against the truth. I guess we didn't do arrogant, but I think most people kind of get the drift there. So we're trying to we're study this to death. Um, so. Oh, selfish ambition, yeah. Yeah, that's, thanks, yeah. Did you happen to do a word study on that? I said it's, uh, well, it's 2052. Oh, okay. It was Well, yeah, one of these says to seek followers. So I didn't do something right there. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it says, 
carnal, carnal ambition, you know, self-seeking, kind of the opposite of the greatest commandment, love your neighbors yourself. So, but these are, these would be opposed to what the Lord's telling us to do because these are earthly. Um, okay. Okay, in verse 15, we see the word earthly, which is an adjective, and it says bringing the earthly spear, um, not heavenly. Well, that's kind of um, liable to err. Um, misleading. Okay, um, so verse, so this wisdom that's not, which comes down from above in verse 15, but is earthly, natural. Um, well, yeah. by the word and we have to confess that to the Lord and we're not we should not just say well that's how I am no we need to confess it and ask the, the Lord to control our tongue we can't control our tongue we are humans we cannot control it only the Holy Spirit living in us can do that So natural is number 5591. It's called unspiritual, apart uh, from faith. Well, um, the notes that um, Victoria gave us, it was also called uh, unspiritual. Oh, okay, I've got that. So it's all 5591. And um, it says, I don't know, it says lower aspect of humanity. Um, and then from there you get things like uh, evolution, atheism, um, whatever else. That, humanism, yeah. Some, yeah. So those are all, you know, totally departed from anything spiritual or godly of the earth. Everything, quote, evolved and everything is natural. And what you see is it. There's no more. And it's kind of, it's kind of depressing in a way. 
uh, I would think, especially when you get older or you get sick, and then this is all there is. So. <laughs> well, hopefully it doesn't apply to you. <laughs> okay. Oh. Well, I'm no spring chicken either. So, um, and then the last word is disorder. Um, I mean, God's a God of order, and disorder kind of runs contrary to that, too. 181 days. <sighs> I don't know if I, hopefully I can get back up. Uh. If it were me, I wouldn't be able to. Roll me in. Number what? 181? Yes. Well, 181, yeah. Okay. So it's instability. <laughs> instability. <laughs> That's not... <laughs> Not a good word. <laughs> um, it's also got di disturbance. And um, cannot stand. <laughs> so I, I don't want to write any more. <laughs> so how old are you, Barry? You're not saying? Oh. I'll be 75 this year. Yeah, just a spring chicken, huh? <laughs> it's been a long spring. <laughs> okay, so those are those are the earthly things um, that are kind of described in uh, verses uh, 14 through 16. Well, hopefully that's not the kind of wisdom you have. That's, I mean, that's you know. Where to get your knowledge and understanding, Joe. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't want to pick on like, I mean, there's, there's college professors that are very wise and very good speakers, and they can spell better than I can and talk better than I can. But if they follow this, then they're misled, you know, so... Um, and then it can mislead other people because they're a teacher that's teaching people are losing their faith. So, but yet as a Christian, you know, we got to portray a heart of love. It's got to come out of our mouth. And we can't, you know, be a hater or condemn them, you know, off the bat. Some, you know, you got to pray for wisdom, heavenly wisdom, how to confront it. I mean, and I know I have talked or witnessed to people want no part of the Lord of the Bible because they say it's all wrong because it conflicts with science and evolution is proves true. But, you know, you know, you just got to, like, well, actually I used this example. I said, is this cell phone, does it require, did it evolve or did it require an intelligent designer? And no, if they're honest, they'll reply, of course it required an intelligent designer and it's got computer code and stuff like that in it. And I say, well, how about you? You know, <laughs> did you require an intelligent designer? And is DNA like computer code? So, you know, so that's, but yet you gotta, you gotta come across in the spirit of love because you're trying to do it to save their souls, not to win an argument. So.
Oh, you're a spring chicken too. <laughs> Oh. But we had a period in our life when it didn't exist. And the people coming in this new generation have never had that. And I forget that. Because I just feel like it's just bunk to me. But that's what I grew up in my childhood. And we don't have that. Yeah. Now we got all the other stuff going oh on, my too. Well, is it? Yeah. We got to follow the word. <laughs> yeah, now you got all the woke stuff and everything else, so whatever. Do they heavenly now, Barry? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So we kind of already went over verse 13, which got wisdom, understanding, and gentleness. And now we're going to jump down to verse 17. Um, but the wisdom from above is first pure then peaceable, gentle, reasonable, full of mercy and good fruits, unwaving without hypocrisy. In verse 18, and the seed whose fruit is righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Um, so we'll, we'll do uh, some word studies on this, on the heavenly part. And there is more. Um, so pure is... Number 53. And uh, it's an adjective. I don't know. I guess I could write the word. H-A-N-O-S. So how do you pronounce that? Hagnos? I don't know. I'm a, I'm a sight reader, not phonics. <laughs> That's an adjective. It's, it's, um, and it says free... From defilement, I guess, pure, I, I guess, um, defilement. Uh, well, Joe and Mark, can you see the, the board okay? Can you, okay? I don't think I'm writing smaller and smaller. <laughs> You kind of get tired. Um, okay. There's also holy. Um, clean. Anybody got anything else? Uncontaminated. Uncontaminated. Okay. Okay, without spoilage. Anything else? Sacred. What? Sacred. Sacred. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, I dyslexic these. We know you're an engineer, but you know, we know you're well, not a word guy. Well, I usually just type on the computer. Um, 
Okay. Uh, um, I think we kind of worked that one pretty good. Um, and then peaceable is the next one. This is a five. And um, um, it's an adjective. You know that. Um, and it's what I can't read this. It says profitable. Mm -hmm. Is that peaceable? Profitable? Oh, Greek. Um, I won't, I'll let Shirley pronounce it, but um, E I. E I E I K E S with the accent over the last E. E I R. E P I E I K E S. Do you have something different? Well, I got E R. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong word. Sorry. Whatever. It's a good word. <laughs> uh, resulting from discerning Lord's will. Okay. Okay, that's good. Harmony. Yeah, it's interesting. Sometimes different versions of the Bible will use these other words rather than peaceable. So unless you memorize all the versions, just go with this. Um, okay, next word is gentle. So how do you pronounce Epicles? Epicles? Oh, I think I misspelled it too. No, I got it right. Seemingly yielding. So gentle is, um, I don't know, it says yielding. Yeah, um, mild. Yielding, I think, is like showing deference to, you know, like somebody asked me how my husband and I have been married 60 years. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> and I said um, submission, 
but also Declan. I deferred to him, and then we work together as a team. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's not one-sided, it's together. We have 10 minutes, right? We got 10 minutes? Well, we just got it from the boss back there. Okay. Okay, so I added yielding, mild, forbearing, fair, uh, meekness. So I was kind of repeat of that. Um, well, like um, Lucia said, that a lot of these are just kind of self-expressive. In our English, we understand it, but if it's Greeks, then not so much. Let's see, I don't know. Oh, do I need to erase that? Why don't you erase that? Too? Yeah. Otherwise, I might not be able to get up. Um, okay, after gentleness, we got we got reasonable, but I think there's um, and then that's we're going to run out of time here. Um, let's see, twenty-one thirty-eight. Maybe you just should put the word and the number, and they can look it up. Yeah, that's a great idea. I mean, that'll okay. give us time to finish the little bit we have. Mercy is number um, 1656. And then fruits. Now, this is good fruits, so this is from heaven. <laughs> Um, it's 2590. And then, um, uh, let's see, impartial. This is number um, 87. And sincere. Number 505. Boy, that's bad. <laughs> 505. Jeez. Oh, oh. Okay. So we kind of, I kind of figured we might run out of time. Um, and then I kind of wanted uh, to quickly go over this. Um, just kind of, Segways. Well, is there any comments or questions on heavenly stuff? I hate to rush through it too much, but I mean, it's pretty important to realize earthly. I mean, there is wise and wisdom from the earth, but I prefer the wise wisdom from heaven, from the Lord. Yeah. Well, when you look at the two lists, you can definitely see the contrast between good and evil. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's real good. Um, and then on on page that was fifty seven. We we were told to look at. We won't have time to really get over it too much. But and First um, Corinthians chapter one verse eighteen, it says, um, "Now the the message of the cross is is foolishness to those that are perishing." Um, but those who are being saved, you know, it's, uh, it's the power of God. So, like we said, 
So I kind of wanted to, um, I tried to just put these together, but um, Hebrews 11.1 1 defines faith. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for. And Titus 2.11 says we hope for the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. So we're hoping for Jesus. And so this is really Jesus is what we're hoping for or waiting for here. And then Romans 5.1 um, kind of says the same thing. And testing of your faith produces endurance and hope, love. And, um, and then that's, for, that's one the half of faith is the assurance of things hoped for. Then the second part is conviction of things not seen. Now, everything over here is not seen. This is eternal, but it's invisible, but it's eternal. And 2 Corinthians 4.18 says that that which is uh, invisible is internal, but what you can see is temporary or transient. So everything we see here, according to that verse, is temporary or transient, depending on what version you have. And then um, Ephesians 2.8 and 10 says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own duty and is doing it is a gift of God a result not a result of work so that no one can boast so you can't earn your salvation pardon yeah that's okay so the believer we had he's got a you know a smile and he's looking through faith and he's seeing you know the cross and then um, whoops this grace is kind of like a gift to God and you got to, you know, receive that grace. I mean, it's there offered to everybody, but you got to receive it um, to experience the grace. And so you got you to have the faith that this exists. This is invisible uh, in this present age. Um, and um, let me see. Okay, then this says that we're saved by grace. Ephesians 2, 5, Ephesians 2, 8, and 9, and Romans 3, 24. But you got to have faith to see it or act on it. And then Hebrews 11:6 says, "Without faith, it's impossible to please God, because we must believe He exists. He's there." I mean, remember to the to the non-believer, this is foolishness. You know, the, to the uh, Jews, it's a stumbling block, and to the Greeks, it's foolishness. So if we were to um, change this to um, non-believer. He, he might have his smile upside down and and he's not going to have um, he's not going to have faith here he's, and he's not going to have that Hebrews he's going to have this is folly f-o-l-l-y I guess um, so that's so he's not going there so I don't know I kind of ramrodding that through any any comments questions on that does that help at all or is this something I saw and You're welcome. Okay. Um, you about ready to roll, Stephen? Okay. So we got to get the whiteboards out of the way. And Thank you, Barry. Oh, you're welcome. Hey, well. And this is the crown of righteousness you received, James talked about in 1 Corinthians and also Revelation. So.